a member of the DATC media family. This is Dropped Among This Crowd, a podcast that dives into the music and community of improvisational progressive rock band, Humphreys McGee. Each episode will feature a rotating schedule of insightful show recaps, interviews with members of Team UM, as well as musicians who have been inspired by the band. This is your place for the latest news and happenings in the world of Humphreys McGee, keeping you informed on what's going on or where you can catch the next show. I'm your host, Sarah J. Thanks for joining me as we dive in. Are you prepared for what comes next? Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me for this week of Dropped Among This Crowd. I'm your host, Sarah J. I hope that you were able to check out the last fresh episode from two weeks ago where I chatted about the Aspen Run March 10th, 11th, and 12th. There is a link in the show notes where you can check that out if you haven't. This week on the show, we're going to get into the recent Florida Run April 12th at Vinyl Music Hall in Pensacola. April 13th at Janice Live in St. Petersburg, April 14th at House of Blues in Orlando, and April 15th at Miami Beach Band Shell in Miami Beach. Before we get into that, some news and such for you. In case you missed it, the band announced the remainder of their summer tour dates. July 1st at Resonance Festival. July 2nd at Frederick Meyer Gardens in Grand Rapids, Michigan. August 17th at the Stone Pony in Asbury Park, New Jersey. And yesterday there was some buzz and posts and then Joel confirmed that the band is actually playing inside uh, at the Stone Pony and not outside on the summer stage as they usually have. Joel said on Twitter it had something to do with the Radius Clause and Peach Festival. Um, I'll throw a link to that tweet uh, in the show notes. August 18th at Pier 6 Pavilion in Baltimore, Maryland. August 19th at Saranac Brewery in Utica, New York. And Talk will open that evening. August 25th and 26th at Salvage Station in Asheville, North Carolina. Daniel Donato will open on the 25th. And Butcher Brown will open on the 26th. Daniel Donato was actually on the season two opening episode of Stew on This with Rob Turner and Carl Engelman. I recommend giving that a listen. Daniel is such an awesome dude, a phenomenal guitar player, and his story is very interesting and just his outlook on life um, and, you know, energies and the universe and just kind of all of that stuff is very interesting. So I recommend giving that a listen. And I am personally very excited to catch Daniel um, play. I haven't seen him yet. I'm planning on going to these Asheville shows. So I'm super excited for that. And honestly, I'm, I'm trying to manifest a sit-in. I would love to see him go toe-to-toe with Jake. So we'll see if that happens. But in the meantime, give that conversation with Daniel Donato a listen on Stew on This. Back to the tour dates. 
August 27th at The Signal in Chattanooga, Tennessee. September 14th at The Depot in Salt Lake City, Utah. September 15th at The Wilma in Missoula, Montana. And September 16th and 17th at The Elm in Bosman, Montana. There is a link in the show notes for where you can find out more information for all of the dates on the band's calendar, as well as where you can snag tickets for everything. Also, the archival releases drop today, April 25th, if you are listening to this when it airs. The audio from November 29th, 2003 at the House of Blues in Chicago is now available. And then at 8 p.m. tonight, the live stream from August 8th, 2015 at White River in Indianapolis, Indiana. Those are both available on the Nugs app. So check those out. There is a link in the show notes for more information on that. And in case you didn't know, I get into any of the recent news of the week and kind of Quickly recap any of the shows that are going on that weekend over on YouTube, Saturdays at 1 p.m. Eastern, on the new show, Wrapped Around. Check that out if you haven't. And all of the previous episodes that I've done, I've been doing it since like the middle of February. Um, so there's a couple of weeks on there, and you can go back and watch those if you are interested. Not sure yet if I'm going to go live this coming Saturday. I am going to the shows this weekend. Yay! I need some live music so badly in North Carolina and Georgia and Alabama. So I'm not totally sure yet if I'm going to go live on YouTube um, from the road. I might. Might be fun, but we will see. But anyways, um, head over to YouTube. Hit that subscribe button so that you will know whenever I go live or whenever New content drops over there. Also, pre-order is still open for the winter-spring issue of Crooked Conversations. I'm going to be closing those the first part of May, probably when I get back from the shows. So if you are wanting one of them, snag one in this pre-order. I only print what is ordered and... For the people that have subscriptions, there's no overstock. So if you are wanting a print copy of Crooked Conversations, jump on that now. There will be a digital version available mid-May, if that is more of how you like to get your content. You can get that at datcmediacompany.com. But if you are interested in getting a tangible copy of Crooked Conversations, I highly suggest you jump on this pre-order. And it's the biggest issue I've ever done. 46 full-color pages with all sorts of content stuffed inside. Head to datcmediacompany.com and you can see the kind of list of all of the things that are going to be inside of there. Basically, everything... From the holiday show on up until these shows that are about to happen um, are going to be in there. So the New Year's run, the holiday show, 
the birthday shows, uh, winter tour, the Florida run, Midwest. There's a lot in there. So basically, the last couple of months, you're going to get all of that content inside of there. Again, pre-order your copy at datcmediacompany.com. Or you can snag a subscription at patreon.com slash datcmediacompany. And again, I only order what is pre-ordered or for those that have a subscription. So don't sleep on snagging one. All right, so let's get into the shows we're going to talk about this week. First up, April 12th at Vinyl Music Hall in Pensacola, Florida. The band has never played at this venue or in this city in Florida before. And a quick shout out to Matthew Wright for being on assignment for DATC Media over the four nights and snapping some really phenomenal photos each night. You can check those out on Facebook and Instagram. I did posts, you know, throughout that weekend. And then the graphic for this episode on social media, those are pictures that Matthew took. Um, He really knocked it out of the park. I was so impressed with his work. Um, I met him at the Vic show in August, the day before uh, Sacred Rose. And, you know, he came up and introduced himself and told me that he was a photographer. And if I ever needed somebody to take some pictures, he would be willing to do that and sent him out on assignment for the Florida run. And he absolutely slayed it. And I'm so grateful that he was able to be there and cover that. And I'm super excited to work with him again in the future. So thanks so much, Matt. And you knocked it out of the park, dude. Seriously, I just love all of the pictures. The band has been doing live audio streams for each show coming directly from Chris Mitchell's soundboard. Umfreeze.xyz slash drops is where you can find out more on that. There is also a link in the show notes. And if you're interested in learning more about the digital collectible thing with the audio live stream, Check out the live I did with Kevin Browning. You can watch that on DATC Media Company's YouTube page, the trilogy, because I was having some technical issues that day, Um, of course. (laughs) Um, But in that first part, the first 20 minutes of that, Kevin really gets into the digital collectible thing and and the NFTs and, and these drops that they're doing for each of the shows. So if you're curious about what it all is, Check that out. Anyway, back to the show on April 12th. Things would start off with The Silent Type, a nice way to get everyone's palate cleansed for the evening ahead and for the band to get the motor warmed up and ready to go. Pure Saturation would follow, stretching its legs a bit as it delicately dances out the door, really getting into it and finding their groove with the next tune, number five. This would be the first one from the evening to find a spot on my highlights list. You'll find a link for that in the show notes. Detaching from number five and heading off into the depths of the jungle after four minutes. Enjoying a nice amount of time unchaperoned, about six minutes before defiantly stomping its feet back into number five. Every time I hear that, it just makes me think of 
like a three-year-old who's all pissed off and stomping into the room. <laughs> two by two next. This would also find a seat on my highlights list. Abandoning two by two slightly after seven minutes and sneakily making its way out. Strategically climbing to each next elevation as it continues, gaining more energy as it ventures higher and higher, slamming into the conclusion of two by two. Room to breathe next. The last time we saw that was June 4th, 2022 at St. Augustine Amphitheater in St. Augustine, Florida. The first set ending with a mashup, Come As Your Kids, a wonderful combination of Come As You Are by Nirvana, Kids by MGMT, and You Spin Me Round Like a Record by Dead or Alive, performed 13 times now. The last time we saw this was January 29th, 2022 at the Fillmore in Detroit. And I have chatted about those two nights several times over the past year or so here on the show. Both stellar evenings at the Fillmore. I suggest you give both of those nights a listen, the 28th and the 29th. The 28th is the scene of that glorious, glorious Mantis Draconian Mantis sandwich that I speak about like every day. And it's really interesting because the days that I don't speak about it, somehow somebody else brings it up. So it's my favorite and I take every opportunity I can to talk about it. 100% going on my 2022 ballot. If you haven't listened to the Mantis Draconian Mantis Sandwich from January 28th, 2022, pause this episode right now and go listen to that. (laughs) Anyway, this mashup is so well done. Honestly, it's one that I would play for someone that I'm trying to get interested in Umphreys. There's definitely a couple on the Zonky album that I would do that, but this is for sure one of them. And Brendan's voice on this is just, uh, it's so perfect. It really is. And then when Chris comes in vocally in the second half for the You Spin Me Round section, it's definitely one of my favorite mashups, honestly. And, you know, thanks to them, these songs that they've done the mashups with, Anytime I hear what, you know, one of these songs, like anytime I hear like Come As You Are by Nirvana on the radio, I'm instantly thinking of the mashup and like I hear it in my head. So thanks, guys. (laughs) Set two would open with a nice fatty the floor clocking in at slightly over 15 minutes. When I saw that, I was just like, yes, please. You will obviously find this on my highlights list. Matter of factly charging off at five minutes. Very intentional about the course. It's continuing on, methodically building higher and higher and gathering more energy, reaching just below the stratosphere before the bottom dropped out from under our feet and we fell right back into the floor working on finding its way, getting a little topsy-turvy before it finds its feet and dances back into the floor. 
so here for experiencing more versions of the floor stretching its legs like this. You gave us a taste of it, and I want more of it. <laughs> Malche's Odyssey next. This also would go on my highlights list. Getting filthy slightly before four and a half, metallically falling further and further down the rabbit hole, pivoting about five minutes later, and with the tail end of Malche's in sight, gathering all the pieces together and driving full steam ahead. Crucial Taunt next, followed by Night Nurse, also finding a seat on my highlights list. I'm sure you're not surprised to hear that. Getting funky as it digs its heels in and dances on, about four and a half. And I know I've said it many times here on the show, I just love everything about Night Nurse. This one would hit every possible corner of the galaxy during its interstellar dance party adventure, sucking into a vortex and bursting through the clouds and gleefully dancing into Remind Me. Shaking off Remind Me about three minutes, robotically figuring out where we're headed, breaking through and sweetly finding its way about two minutes later, putting the brakes on about eight-ish minutes later, changing direction and revving itself up to drive right into the sex metal part of the song. Jake would take us on a little detour before we go all in. Closing out the second set with Slacker, strutting off after two minutes, gathering energy and momentum as it continues, finding itself back home in Slacker five minutes later. An encore for this evening in Pensacola, one tune, Higgins. This will head out on its adventure after three minutes, enjoying a nice drive around the neighborhood, pulling it into the driveway about four minutes later. Moving along to the next night of this run, April 13th at Janus Live in St. Petersburg, Florida. Nug subscribers retreated to a free stream thanks to Keith Greiner and his company Fierce Productions. And we know anytime that Keith is in charge of the stream, it's going to be awesome. This night, along with the next night in Orlando, also live streamed, those are still available to watch on Nugs. The last time the band played at this venue was back in 2019 on August 15th. And honestly, I thought this was a pretty fire evening, my favorite of the four nights. And I did put this on the list I have for contenders for show of the year. Getting things started with the walkout tune La Blitz, last seen last fall, September 2nd, at Hollywood Palladium in Los Angeles, California. This first set would reveal itself as an all-in-time sandwich. The first half would dance off confidently, about two and a half, gaining some height as it ventures, rounding the corner and nicely planting its feet back on earth while keeping up with the same momentum about four minutes later, beginning to cool its heels, trying on something a little sexier as it seductively dances on, adding a little pep to its step as it makes its way out the door, leaving all in time in the rear view, moving along to Mad Love. 
And like, what is there to say about Mad Love? How fucking great is that tune? <laughs> it's just fantastic. We've seen three of those this year, which we have not seen since 2018. Post-2018, we were only getting one or two of those. I'm here for a half dozen plays of Mad Love in a year. I would not be mad about that at all. Always October next, followed by Kabump, the first tune from this evening that found a spot on my highlights list. Going off unchaperoned for the first time after only a minute, lacing its dancing shoes up a little tighter. Kabump starting to sneak its way back in about five minutes later, fully revealing itself shortly after. Heading back out after eight minutes into the unknown for a short jaunt. Bouncing its way into Hiccup, that new tune has now seen 10 plays since its debut last September in Bonner, Montana. A very nice and meaty Ringo sandwich that you will find on my highlights list next. Stuffed Inside the Middle, a cover of Meeting in the Aisle by Radiohead. Sinisterly detaching from Ringo proper and heading out after two minutes working itself all up into a tizzy while starting to establish the roots of where we're headed next, loosening its grip and dropping into the aforementioned Meeting in the Aisle by Radiohead. That tune can be found on the OK Computer, OK Not OK reissue of the 1997 album, OK Computer, that reissue came out in June of 2017. The last time that was played, November 19th, 2021, at the National in Richmond, Virginia, inside a massive utopian fur that would also contain the debut of Radiohead's Creep. I haven't had a chance to listen to that yet, It's definitely on my list. I might do that today since I'm in between runs right now. Um, But when I looked that up, I'm like, ooh, I definitely want to listen to that. So it was Utopian Fur, Radiohead's Creep, then Meeting in the Aisle, back into Utopian Fur. Really? Okay. (laughs) So I would suggest listening to that. Meeting in the Isle has now been covered 20 times since its debut on July 18th, 2006 at Hampton Beach Casino Ballroom in Hampton Beach, New Hampshire. The pieces of Ringo sneaking back together underneath as Meeting in the Isle starts to float away. Ringo showing up more and more aggressively into the foreground, going off on one more adventure after a minute of bringing it back home. Stasic leading the way as we head out taking us to the outer reaches of the universe, landing it back on Earth after seven minutes, pulling it back into Ringo two-ish minutes later. That sandwich, definitely worth your time. Recommend giving it a spin if you haven't. And the conclusion of All in Time would wrap up this first set. Set two would open with a scapegoat. This also found a seat on my highlights list. And I know I say it often, but I just love everything about how this song has matured in such a short amount of time. Less than a year, and it's just become 
quite the song. So proud of it. (laughs) Venturing into the jam about seven minutes, this always blasts off and takes us to a different part of the universe than we have yet to visit with previous versions of Scapegoat. The depths of this jam just engulf you and make you completely lose all sense of time and space, essentially beginning its fall from the stars back down to Earth, placing its landing gear down, still emitting energy as it fades out, energetically pivoting and revealing Bad Friday next. This you'll also find on my highlights list. And some people have a love-hate relationship with Bad Friday. But you can't deny the fact that this is a hell of a jam vehicle. Staircase next, the third time that this one has come out. Another very nice sandwich that found a spot on my highlights list. And this was a big highlight from this show for me personally. I mean, that Ringo sandwich was a highlight. But this DBK release by Pearl Jam into DBK was really a big highlight for me. And after the show, I was talking to a friend of mine, and this was the first thing that I brought up was the DBK into release. And, you know, when you're looking at it on paper, or as my friend was like, really? Okay. You know, you're kind of wondering how they would go from DBK to release. But then when you listen to it, you're like, oh, okay, I see. All the pieces of DBK falling apart about eight minutes, gathering up and twinkling off into space, working itself all up, reminding us that we're in DBK, completely letting go and tumbling all the way down, picking up and slamming back into DBK one more time, undressing and revealing release, originally by Pearl Jam, that can be found on their debut studio album, 10 released August 27th, 1991. That's been covered 17 times total. The last time was back in 2021 on November 18th at the National in Richmond, Virginia. This is another cover that Bayless's voice is just so damn perfect for. And every single time I have heard this cover, it just gives me goosebumps and it makes me tear up. Even just talking about it now, it just it's just a powerful and beautiful song. I did get one once back in 2012 on October 20th in Cleveland. And I can just remember ugly scream crying this. <laughs> I have no shame in admitting that. And, you know, listening to this, it made me think about that night back in 2012 and then reflect on my life where and to where I am now, almost 11 years later, personally, professionally, you know, with this band. And just all I can say is, damn, you know, it it really makes you just kind of blows my mind a little and really makes me grateful for a lot of things and excited for the for the future what's to come and it's really cool how music can do that for you 
with any band that, you know, you listen to the last time you heard this song or the last time you saw it live or whatever. And then just kind of thinking about where you were in your life at that time in comparison to now. Um, it's a really special thing that music does for us. Anyway, back to this pivoting out of release and full steam ahead back into DBK recommend listening. Obviously I just can't talk about that sandwich enough. Emptying the last of the gas in the tank and bringing this second set in St. Petersburg to a close with the triple wide and a two song encore this evening, glory and party and peeps. And I said in a recent episode that for me, that's how I can tell the band has had a great time that evening when there's a two song encore and it's two separate songs not a song and then the conclusion of something unfinished from earlier in the evening. And like I said before, we got into talking about this show. I thought that this was a really great night in my opinion. And then with them doing a two song encore kind of sealed that feeling for me. Hey, Carl, guess what? What, man? Not only is there a Patreon for Dropped Among This Crowd Media, which already is a great way to support, but for those who are getting cold feet and not sure, there's now a 14-day trial. You can see some of the benefits that you get at Patreon. Oh, shut the front door. Some conversations that you don't get on the show. Will and I are about to record a football one. Actually, Carl and I are uh, recording longer and longer interviews. I don't know if they're all going to make the podcast. Mm. But you will always be able to find the full version of the interview. It's a good problem to have. On Patreon, yes. We've we've been talking to some talkers. Yeah, that's for sure. But, you know, there's going to be more more content more and more benefit and gosh dang it just helps sarah create more podcasts there's so many things on the back burner and sherman will be with us every day right sherman sherman's nibbling on my knee right now i miss my birdie (laughs) and as always thank you sarah hey rob what's up carl guess what time it is time for another season of Ooh, on this. That's right. You guessed it. How'd you guess it? <laughs> I don't know, but You're I'm so smart. We just did our first three interviews, and they were lengthy. I can't wait to share them with the audience. We're not afraid to go deep. Uh, we're going to jump into Juniper Tree. We're going to jump into, what was Joel's band's name again? Something Bob. Right? Something Stomper about Bob. Bob. Stomper, Stomper Bob. Stomper Bob. We're going to go back in time. And we're also gonna... Tashi Station. But we're also going to talk to people like Daniel Donato and Michael Palmasano and, and other folks, and Carl's going to make more mystery songs, and we're gonna he's going to make dishes that relate to the guests. We might even talk about Bigfoot and aliens. Who knows? A lot of food, a lot of conspiracies, a lot of sports, and a whole lot of bullshit. Tune in. Just natural conversation. Nothing forced, nothing scripted. Just real. Real life. Indeed. All right, moving along, April 14th at the House of Blues in Orlando. The last time they played at this venue and in the city of Orlando was April 12th, 2013. Set one opening with Conduit. This would stretch its legs nicely about three and a half. A very nice way to get the blood flowing and get the evening started. Fenced in next. This has been played 10 times now. Wide open would follow. This was the first tune from the evening that you will find on my highlights list. 
now taken for a spin four times since its debut at Umbol. This is the longest timestamp for this tune out of the four times it's been played, clocking in at just about 15 and a half, stretching slightly from the first time it was played. That one clocked in at 14 minutes. The other two times it was played, February 4th and March 2nd, saw 12-ish minute timestamps. Half Delayed next, followed by Draconian. And I'm sure if you've listened to the show before, you'll not be surprised to hear me say that I put this on my highlights list. Buckling in and really getting into it about four minutes, climbing to a very nice height as it continues, dropping back down to sea level about nine minutes, planning its flight into the back half of Draconian and those beautiful lyrics. Still at the top of my list of favorite Ross Dew songs. I mean, those new ones are amazing and they're definitely on my top 10, but Draconian is one of my favorite Ross Dew songs. Whoppy Sprayberry next, wandering out after four minutes, really allowing itself to spread its wings and soar way out, reeling itself back into Whoppy about four-ish, five minutes later. Ending the first set with a cover of Let's Dance by David Bowie. The 40th anniversary of that record's release was April 14th. This tune has been covered 30 times. We last saw it back in 2021 on September 17th at Resonance Music Festival in Mason, West Virginia. And you know what? I don't fangirl often. But when I do, it's when they cover Let's Dance and Jake Sings. I'm just going to put it out there. (laughs) I don't fangirl often. But when I do, it's because of that. (laughs) On to set two this evening in Orlando. Coming right out of the gate with a massive mantis sandwich with I don't know what I want stuffed in the middle. You will, no surprise, find this on my highlights list. Also, there is video of this on Umphrey's YouTube page. I will throw a link for that in the show notes. This front half of Mantis is where the bulk of the meat is, clocking in at almost 20 and a half minutes, shaking Mantis right off and going along with its own ideas after seven minutes, really dancing its ass off, starting to show its abrasive side, dabbling in little bit of Metallica, about seven and a half to eight minutes. Chris even giving us a nice James Hepfield. Yeah, that was awful. Didn't even sound like it at all. My impression is not as good as Chris's, but you know what I mean. (laughs) Not sticking around in that for too long. Dancing off for a few seconds before cooling its heels. Chris unleashing some energy and a nice visit to Perk World with Andy as we leave Mantis in the rear view. Landing in the next stop on our journey, I don't know what I want, a standard version of that. Essentially transitioning into the conclusion of Mantis. It doesn't matter next. This also found a spot on my highlights list. Lacing its shoes up and embarking on a Calypso adventure or as it's affectionately called, the turbo version. 
Shaking it doesn't matter off and going on its own ideas, putting the brakes on and so very seductively slipping into time by Pink Floyd about 10 minutes. That was pretty damn sexy. Just going to say like mm. <laughs> schizophrenically changing into mail package next. That would slip into a naughty LaGrange tease inside the jam. Day Nurse next. You'll also find this on my highlights list. This will most definitely get your ass shaking. And closing out the second set with Plunger. This would feature a sensual You Belong to the City by Glenn Fry tease inside the jam about four and a half-ish minutes. Encore for this evening in Orlando, one tune, Wife Soup. I tell you, Carl, there's a lot of people out there who have either band or, or they have a business or they're an artist and they, mm -hmm. you know, they're looking to reach this music-loving, traveling music fan mm -hmm. kind of world, which can be elusive. Yes, they're dreamers. Yes, like-minded people. What better way than through Dropped Among This Crowd? If you, wanna, if you, wanna, if you have a podcast you want to create, mm -hmm. Sarah can provide a platform. She can, she can provide um, promotion on social media. She can provide an engineer. Um, or if you want to advertise, or if you have any big idea, particularly with the artists, mm -hmm. you want to email Sarah at DA tcmediacompany.com She can provide, again, a platform for your podcast, social media promotion. Uh, she can even provide an engineer. Because, folks, you know, you want to reach fellow Humphreys fans or jam fans or music industry people or musicians or just people who love music and travel for it or, as in the case of Stu on this, mm -hmm. foodies. Mm -hmm. Music-loving foodies. That's right. And if y'all need any help with recipes, you need to get a hold of me. Yeah, you need to get called directly. But if you want stuff with promotion and social media savvy and a podcast platform, you want to email Sarah at DATCmediacompany.com. Sarah at DATCmediacompany.com. Correct. You want to know how to peel and cut an onion? You talk to me. That's Carl. You want to put out a podcast? You want to put out some material, some artistic expressions that that you want to get paid for, you contact Sarah J. And if you have old cassettes that you don't know what to do with, you send them to me, Rob Turner. <laughs> Hey, this is Rob Turner. I hope you're enjoying this podcast on the Dropped Among This Crowd Media Network. But my friend Jimmy Knowledge and I also have a podcast on this network that we'd like you to listen to, don't we, Jimmy? It's called the Umphreys Wow Show. What we're doing, at least in this season, it, uh, we're perfectly willing to let the podcast evolve over the course of time. But season one, we're going through various old school Umphreys McGee songs and exploring them with comments from the band and from the listeners. Generally, we have a side A that's more of a general overview, and then we have a side B where Jimmy Knowledge signs even more than usual. Right, Jimmy? Tell them about side B. Side B is for the curious, the folks that have their scuba gear on and are diving deeper into the improv world and, and uh, a lot of the, the gooey goodness that happens in, in each of these songs. They, they all have a unique personality and we explore that. The best versions of the song, the, the uh, traces of where the song came from and the songs that came from improvisation out of these songs. And then we have a metal round with a guest 
from the Umphreys world. And they each, Jimmy, myself, and the guest, picked our top three versions of said song. And then you, the listener, vote on them. And there is some waxing poetic. Not too much. Well, maybe sometimes too much. But we appreciate if you give us a chance and listen. It's the Umphreys Wow Show on Dropped Among This Crowd Media. Thank you, Sarah. And finally this week, April 15th at Miami Beach Band Shell in Miami, Florida. The last time the band played in Miami Beach was August 16th, 2019 at the Fillmore, Miami Beach. This is the first time that they've played at this venue. Set one would reveal itself as a bridgeless sandwich, sinking into the jam about seven minutes, leaving bridgeless in the dust after about four-ish minutes. As I mentioned, we would see that again at the end of the set and said, instead, heading into Walletsworth, Small Strides dancing out next, followed by Miss Tinkles, the first tune from this night that you'll find on my highlights list, hanging on to the roots of Tinkles as it makes its way out slightly before three and a half, letting it go and dancing off unchaperoned for about four minutes, Tinkles coming back in view more and more aggressively, taking a moment to slow it down a bit and catching our breath with new wings next. Now played 11 times. Attachments would follow. This can also be found on my highlights list. This would see some nice expansion after detaching from attachments proper slightly before seven minutes, taking a moment to chart out its course of action, finding its way, and enjoying a nice jovial jam, wandering off and venturing into uncharted territory briefly. Dabbling in something that sounded police-esque, but only for a short time. Erupting one final time as it started to make its way toward the exit. Working itself all up and bursting into the conclusion of Bridgeless to close out the first set. Set two in Miami opened with Wizard Burial Ground. You know this is the direction we're heading when Bayless asks if we want to hear something sexy. And you know what? Honestly, for me, Wizard Burial Ground is kind of sexy. So he wasn't far off. But I also follow the hashtag guitar porn on Instagram because nothing is more gorgeous to me than the guitar. My Instagram feed is full of guitar companies and just all these different body shapes and colors and yeah, but I digress. (laughs) Moving along to a very meaty, delicious sandwich that you'll find on my highlights list. Nothing too fancy into I ran into nothing too fancy. This front half of fancy dropped very nicely into I ran by Flock of Seagulls. That can be found on their self-titled 1982 album. This has been covered 47 times. Last played February 13th, 2020 at the Caverns in Pelham, Tennessee. That was actually my last run before everything was shut down. I did the Caverns and then the two nights in Asheville. So, I mean, you know, it wasn't terrible, especially with Billy sitting in in Asheville. So, you know, if you're going to go out and not see music for a year and a half, that's the way to do it. 
And if you listen to this, did you catch when Bayless said, Ben's beam of light with you at like three minutes and 20 seconds? And random fact, in case you didn't notice, we got a cover at every show on this run. Interesting. Interstellar and seductively coming into the second half of Nothing Too Fancy, making a stop in the Wild West as we allow the jam to wash over and take control, dripping in all sorts of sexiness, gathering up energy, starting about four and a half, slamming back into Nothing Too Fancy. A standalone puppet string next. This would stretch its legs nicely slightly after four minutes. Booth Love would follow, boogieing off about six and a half, bringing it back home into Booth Love about six minutes later. And one final sandwich, 1348 into Haji, into 1348. A personal favorite time that they've done that sandwich was night two in Iceland. That was in the encore position. There is actually video of that on the band's YouTube page, which I will throw a link for that in the show notes. An encore for this evening in Miami. One song in the kitchen, emptying the tank and going on one more adventure about three and a half. Love when Bayless said, buy some purple pants and look like Joel. (laughs) Joel and his purple pants. And is that dance hall days by Wang Chung weaving in and out of that jam? I kind of thought it was. And then I saw in the review section on Nugs that somebody had mentioned that, but there wasn't anything on all things Umphreys. So I wasn't totally sure, but thought I heard that in there. All right. Well, that's everything I have for this week of the show. There are a bunch of links in the show notes for where you can check out the set list for these shows, where you can give them a listen, and for anything else I may have referenced throughout this episode. Also in the show notes, you'll find out information on how you can support DATC Media on Patreon. 14-day trials are still available until the beginning of May, so if you want to take advantage of that, jump on it. Gives you a nice taste of what you'll get access to as a supporter. Videos, audio, pictures, all sorts of stuff that is not anywhere else. I know I post a lot of stuff and I put a lot of content out there, but the stuff on Patreon, you cannot find anywhere else. So I suggest you check it out. There's some very awesome stuff that's going to be dropping in the next couple of weeks for my amazing supporters. And I quickly want to shout out Joshua and Mitch for their generous monthly support. You guys are super awesome. I love you both. So if you want to check out the very awesome special content for my amazing Patreon supporters, head over to patreon.com slash DATC Media Company. Check it out. Can't wait for what's to come for my Patreon page. Super excited. Thank you so much for joining me. I'll see you around these parts in two weeks. Mad love.